Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Wednesday, August 14th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, a group will meld Western and Eastern musical traditions during a concert Saturday in Webster Groves. The urge to be able to merge in with that sound and to be able to sound different, not just traditional. Combine the nuances, take the best of both. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports on the multicultural mix of Todd Mosby's World Fusion Ensemble. First, the news. St. Louis police say they are frustrated and angry about receiving little help in solving the murders of children. As St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman reports, a young boy who was shot Monday is the seventh homicide victim under the age of 17 this year. Seven-year-old Xavier Usanga was playing outside in the Hyde Park neighborhood when he was shot. Major Mary Warnicky, a commander with the Bureau of Investigations, says the department doesn't have enough information in his case or any of the other six to make arrests. So I asked the community, step it up, please. We want your help. We hear it time and time again for these children. They should be going to school today, and they're not. Warnicky is urging anyone with information to call Crime Stoppers or homicide investigators directly. Four kids under the age of 17 were killed in all of 2018. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. The Missouri Department of Elementary and Secondary Education is trying to encourage more sponsor oversight of charter schools. The State Board of Education heard an update yesterday on the evaluation process. President Charlie Shields says although it has improved over the years, there's still plenty of work to be done. What you put in the the standards and principles of quality sponsors, if they were all doing that, we wouldn't have some of the charter school performance that we have right now. Shields says even though some charter schools meet the terms of their performance contract, they are still underperforming. That's because the sponsors set the bar too low. This is the first week of classes for many children in the St. Louis area. St. Louis Public Radio's Ryan Delaney visited a preschool in Afton yesterday to capture the start of school for the region's youngest students and their parents. Dan Baker peered into the classroom after dropping his daughters Camden and Autumn off at preschool, holding a third child in his arms. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm all right right now, but probably when I walk out the door, it'll probably be a different feeling. But so far, so good, you know. Tears ran down the faces of a few of the 203 and 4-year-olds on their first day of school, but Baker's daughter Autumn quietly played with blocks while classmates hugged parents goodbye. They were pretty excited. They were pretty excited. Um, they have been wanting this for like a year or so now. So Baker says his daughters were very particular about picking out their backpacks, a unicorn for Camden and one that says LOL on the back for Autumn. I'm Ryan Delaney, St. Louis Public Radio. When an internationally renowned sitar master died in St. Louis last November, he left behind musical disciples determined to carry on his legacy. Ustad Imrat Khan was originally from India but lived in St. Louis for the last 26 years of his life. 
He was an artist in residence at Washington University. Four musicians who have applied his teachings to music from around the world will perform Saturday at First Congregational Church of Webster Groves. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin has more. Missouri native Todd Mosby has made it his life's project to fuse jazz with the classical music of northern India, a genre based on a series of established rhythmic patterns and melodic forms. As a guitarist studying with Ustad Imrat Khan about 20 years ago, Mosby realized he couldn't play the music he heard in his head with just a guitar, so he created a new instrument, a hybrid of guitar and sitar. It allows me to play chords. Plus I can pull. That bit of the Beatles' Norwegian wood is well chosen. It's the song with which George Harrison introduced sitar to Western pop music. Ustad Imrat Khan was Harrison's first sitar teacher. For the concert, Mosby recruited Sima Kastori, a practitioner of the vocal-heavy Carnatic style of Southern India, and Farshidat Niko, who plays hand percussion and tar, sometimes described as Persian guitar. They've never all played together before, but during a rehearsal at Kastori's house, they tap into their shared training in different Indian styles to work out song arrangements and even build spontaneous compositions on the fly. Uh, the scale just to see. We can actually finish up with like a pattern, you know, okay, like, okay. a set of patterns, eight, oh, times, nice. eight times three or seven times. Oh, that'd be cool. We can finish up with that. At one point, they start improvising some intertwined vocals. appeals to me is precisely what we just did. Seema Kastari is a native of India, and she is all about melding genres. In the past, she's combined Carnatic singing with pop and hip-hop. The urge to be able to merge in with that sound and to be able to sound different, not just, not just uh, traditional. Combine the nuances, take the best of both. That urge is shared by Farshid Adnika, the multi-instrumentalist. He was born in Iran and lived in France before settling in the U.S. His musical influences read like the well-worn pages of his passport. And I had the chance to play with a lot of different musicians, European musicians, gypsy musicians, jazz musicians, and blues, of course. Um, and later on, Latin music, I, music from Cuba, music from Puerto Rico. The through line, he says, is the spontaneity of jazz. What is, I think, really important in my music is the improvisation and uh, the jump in the unknown, like, what's going to happen next? That's a question they keep answering in this rehearsal as they polish up Mosby's songs and piece some new ones together. When Seema's husband, Prasanna Kasturi, who is a guru of classical Indian dance, walks in, picks up his drum, and starts playing along. Mosby asked him to join the group for the concert. And so the trio becomes a quartet. And the cultural mix grows even deeper. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio.
Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. If you like this podcast, tell a friend and subscribe, rate, and review. I'm Wayne Pratt. And from the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.